0: Hi friends. I am so excited to be here today with my friend, Marta. Marta is, um, a friend that I met at camps over this past summer. And, uh, I'm, I'm super excited for you to hear her testimony. Um, the verse that the Lord put on my heart this morning, as I was, as I was praying, um, about this interview and about Marta and kind of what, what we were going to talk about and share. Um, is Nehemiah, and uh, in Nehemiah, um, it says the the joy of the Lord is our strength. Uh, and as um, as believers, we we know that that joy is not just a feeling, but joy is something that because we carry the Holy Spirit inside of us, uh, joy is with us at all times, um, in our sadness, in our happiness, um, and uh, in our in our mess. So um, I'm so excited for you to hear Marta's interview today, and uh, welcome, Marta.
1: Thanks, Lena. I am delighted to be with you today.
0: Can you tell us about your walk with Jesus?
1: Sure. Um, it's, it's, it's extraordinary, and so many ups and downs and long and winding, but if I think about it, kind of in the best way to describe it, it is... Um, it's in this con- My walk with Jesus has kind of been shaped in this contrast, in this kind of phrase of "it's darkest before the dawn" mm-hmm. for me. And um, uh, today, I, I consider myself um, in love with the Lord. I you know know and um not understand, but I know who I am in his eyes and I could not be where I am without a kind of couple of significant life events. And um, I grew up as a kind of a Catholic. I went, uh, um you know, I was a, I think they call them creasters. Christmas, Christmas and Easter, sure. sh- showed up to mass, um, went to Catholic um, schools all my entire life. And I never, during that time, ever understood about having a relationship with the Lord at all. I went through the processes. I remember it, 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 like it was just, it's just kind of crazy to me when I think back on it. And I ended up marrying um, a gentleman who was Jewish, believing that love was above all um, what the Lord wanted and um, and we are still married and I adore him and he's wonderful um, and about 20 years into our relationship we had our first child and our first child is Max and Max, um, at that point because we had waited for so long to be, um, to have kids we both were riding high, great jobs, lots of money you know, kind of all of the creature comforts and we were like kind of just, it was like I had just sold a business. I, you know, like, it just was all like, like great uh, um, uh, accumulation of wealth. You know, Mm -hmm. that was the measure of my success. And when Max was born, he was born um, with a congenital heart defect, which um, I think within the first 24 hours of him being born our cardiologist, which is still our cardi- cardiologist, said to me as I was sitting in the NICU with Max, um, talking with this group of doctors, and I kept saying, I don't understand, What you have to explain it to me. And he turned to me and he said, he will die if you do not do these things. Wow. And it, uh, within 24 hours of him being born. And I can remember my husband and I at different times, kind of like I at one moment, I, I would fall apart. The next moment he would fall apart. And um, that was that we, in essence, stayed in the hospital um, and cocooned and stayed there and created this kind of bubble for us. And that was the moment where the Lord changed my life. Wow. And, and it was in Max, and he, like, and that probably is the most dramatic darkness before the dawn, I didn't know it then, certainly, I, I didn't realize it until Max is about 15, um, but he, um, he three months at three months, he had open heart surgery. He was on bypass for six hours. It was horrifying. It was, I don't wish that on any parent, but I today understand God was working very hard to recenter me and change my purpose and refocus me. And kind of fast forward, he um, Max's surgeries were successful. Um, we noticed as he was a little guy, uh, kind of a couple of intriguing little things that he would do. Um, my father was not well and he was in hospitals uh, off and on. And he would, we would go to see him and my mother would, my, Max would say to my mother, can we go talk to God? And they would go to whatever chapel was in, whatever um, hospital we would in. in. And my mom said he would go and sit there and be quiet and just sit there and be wow. quiet. I, yeah and and um again he um at 14 max had another he had to have another open heart surgery and that was mm, a, what freshman in high school i think that's 14 right mm-hmm. yeah freshman yep. um he um from beat. His infancy, we always knew that we wanted to send him to a private school. Like, we always want a private school, the best school for him. He was the little prince. He was, you know, the most important thing in the whole world. He was extraordinary. You know, we indulged him. We were so grateful for him being alive and with us. And, um, but we had planned that he was going to go to BC High, and he did go to BC High. And in his uh, freshman year, he came home one day and said to us, um, I was talking about school, and he and he said, "Mom, you know, like in religion class, like I really get it. No one else really gets it. Like mm-hmm. I really get it. And um after his uh, that second surgery, the following year, he had an extraordinary theology teacher, and he came to us and said, "I'm going, I, I want to receive all my sacraments." And I want to become officially a Catholic. And we said, okay, great. And he did it all on his own. He went through RCIA Mm -hmm. with a group of, you know, 35 year old people. And then there was max, a 15 year old with him. He did it all on his own. And this, uh, yeah, this spring, he was, he was 15 um, on Easter vigil. He got all of his sacraments and it also happened that we were greatly fortunate that the community in our church was um, had an extraordinary priest who was fresh out of the seminary who was all about youth. And um, over the next six years before, or four years before Max went off to college, um, his faith grew through um, the fellowship And the people that he grew to love and know, um, trips to Haiti, a trip, he and I went on a trip to Medjugorje with all of those, you know, folks. And it, Um, and I would say that um, during that time, during this time, all, there was all kinds of stuff going on with me and my world and how I felt about myself, but um, Max told me, Oh gosh, there's so many little moments of time here. But um, when we were in Medjugorje, he came, he told me, and he was like an adult, you know, he was on his own. I wasn't spending time with him. I was over here with other people. Mm -hmm. And he told me that, um, Mom, that Easter vigil, I never told you this, but that Easter vigil, God told me that it wasn't just for me, it was for you. Wow. I know, I know. And I realized at that moment, as a result of Max, I returned to the church and I can remember specifically sitting in mass for the first or second time that we had been, i have been back, I had not gone to mass at all and uh, feeling like, God, I love being here. I love being here. And this, pr- the priest was extraordinary uh, in terms of his um, discipleship. He was, um, He was an incredible orator and incredible storyteller. And I kind of sucked myself in real like into the middle of it all. And I supported Max and I I got this extraordinary warm embrace from a group of people that I had never met before and who like I consider family and are just amazing people and tawny is in that community yeah. and that's the as a result of camps and um my so so that's my journey now mm-hmm. it can that that's what brought me back to the lord so it was those dark dark moment of max being oh that is you know like I'm facing the reality that he was going to die and then you know then coming back to it now in the background or the backdrop to this is that um I had spent my life um, struggling with weight um, and self-confidence um, as the result of a, um, a, a emotional abuse from a, se- a teacher in second grade, second mm. or third grade, which I harbored great, she, um, I harbored great anger about and um, carried it through my most of my life. And I was a uh, she was um she she was an older woman and uh she had lost her daughter um the summer before my se- year second grade or and um and she, her daughter was in college her name was Marin. she had dark hair and dark eyes and she was murdered and beheaded and they never mm-hmm. found her head and yet the school system let her kind of come back and she mentally and, you know, emotionally abused me during that year, which took all of my self-confidence mm. out of my world. And now, just now, just until like up to now, since my kind of return to understanding the Lord and seeing all the things that he has kind of brought to me, I now realize that was part of the plan mm. and that... um there was a reason for that. While painful and very dark, I still carry it. I can't of the, you know, the, the darkness and the evil and the devil seeps in through that wound I get it. all the time, every yeah. single minute of the day. Um, and um, I still struggle, but it, I now would say, it's kind of like, um, it used to be darker, Mm-hmm. then it was light mm-hmm. like, without question it is light and i recognize the dark mm. so um lots of interesting things you know when we went to medjugorje uh, again the dark the darkness before the dawn i'm not as fit as everybody else because i'm overweight and um uh the part of medjugorje is climbing to the top of mountains there's mm-hmm. two like deep things i was like so anxious that i couldn't do it i was worried about it i had an um uh the this particular priest who we loved um uh, told us we were going to walk and it's really warm we were there in the in the uh, summer and it's it's 95 degrees and dry as anything and um he, we were walking to an orphanage carrying suitcases of stuff that we had brought for these kids and he didn't tell us but it was Um, like a three mile hike wow to in the 95 degrees Mm -hmm. and he didn't tell us and I after mile one or mile one and a half I the whole group was like you know half a mile ahead of me there was one kid who stayed with me sweetest kid and um, I fell apart Mm. literally Emotionally, I got hysterical. I fell apart and said, "I'm going back. I'm. I'm just leaving. I'm going back. I'm. I am not doing this." And I said, "Are we here?" They're like, "No, we're only halfway." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" And I went back. I found a cab. I went back to the hotel. I I slept, asleep, that I have never. I felt like like, but it was like I had fallen into this hole, and it was the deepest could kind have of like I, I can't even describe the mm-hmm. way it felt but I mm-hmm. I slept sleep and I woke up and I I realized that through this process he had told me that you don't need to climb to a top of a mountain for me to be there for yeah. you yeah and I I was like oh my this is what he's telling me holy top of a mountain and I had been struggling in my faith of of figuring out am I doing everything right and what more can I do I can't figure out how how to get closer I don't know if it's responding I'm going through a dry spell all those all those things and I oh my gosh fine like wow so that was again another like those dark moments so um I guess the you know I, there's many of those moments, and and um, I realize now that his pattern with me is that he puts me through those trials, um, with the with you know kind of not and that puts me through those trials. That those are the that is how I'm seeing him show up in mm-hmm. my world, and that it's probably the darkness that is coming in, and that that he's kind of coming back and saving me through this whole process. I I just quit my job. It was a horrible last year and a half of my job. Um, extremely, like, it was like an abusive relationship. I was, and I I quit my job and I I took another job that's not as much money and not like I would never. I was not planning this kind of a move, and it is again darkest before this new dawn, and um, it's it the break with this old job has made me realize, oh my gosh, this, like, it doesn't matter, you know, like do what you love. Do, everything will be okay. And yeah. So he's, he's orchestrated so many things in my life. And then the last thing I will share is that um, um as a result of Max being, um, having the heart defect, um, and, and I adopted, my brother's adopted. We have adoption in our family. We decided, and my husband and I had already talked about this. We, we, my, we decided we were going to adopt and we adopted our son, Oscar, six years after Max was born. So when Max was six and Oscar was a domestic adoption from a, a teen mom. Um, and uh, he, he what an interesting kiddo he was he was hard to understand um I was, and my mother and I were talking about it yesterday that my heart like swells when I mm-hmm. think about the things that people tell me about him now he's got a job that he like people were like he's a leader he's an natural born leader and you know as a youngster he was he he would have been not born into a great situation and um he needed a little bit of you know, kind of support and pick up along the way. He is, and and when he was little, he refused to say thank you to anybody. It was always straight And Now he is this person who is open and so secure in his own own self. He and is kind. Everybody loves him, mm-hmm. and he is uh, yet again. Like I, I, I prayed really hard for him because I was worried like last year I'm sure it was for your kids too it was a horrible year it was yeah Ac- academically and mm-hmm. even socially yeah he is so so comfortable in his own skin we have a pool and he will float around for hours out there by himself just thinking he doesn't yep. have to have friends over he's just happy happy being and that a total change in you know, Max is a high achiever academic all of these other things. Oscar came into our world to level set that that mm-hmm. is you know that he's the complete opposite of Max. Mm-hmm. Not that he's not a high achiever, he's a high, he will do extraordinary things but very differently.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I continue to pray and pray and pray. Oscar's connection to the lord is li- is is growing he has a scripture teacher right now that he adores and he just like read they read the book of genesis and he's very He's getting 100, to 100 you know a in the class and he's really interested so i think he's working his magic again i'm not magic he's working his
0: yeah.
1: miracles yeah. <laughs> in, yeah. in, in oscar right now so that's my journey every single day i realize and i bet whenever you know, I think so, like, some, Oh, that's horrible. What am I going to do? Da, 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 da. There's a whole reason behind it. It's a whole purpose reason.
0: <laughs> For sure. For sure. Oh yeah. Oh, you, you have, I, I love, I love hearing your, you know, this, this part of your testimony. I know we, we talked a lot at camps, but it was yes. like, it's so funny because I love I love doing these interviews because it's, it really allows us to like focus on how God's worked in your life in like a very, and and speak about it in in an intentional way, you know, in like, in this devoted, you know, one hour that we're together, like on for everyone listening, these interviews are not high tech. It's on zoom, you know, we're recording, (laughs) but it's like, it's so, it's so intentional that, that he he's here and like, he's using us to, to share. And then oftentimes like, I'll go back and, and I encourage you to listen to the interview after, um, because God like shows things. And I, and we like, sometimes we won't even remember saying them. And then you'll listen and you'll be like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> I didn't even know that I said that, you know, cause it was just God mm-hmm. working through us in that way. Um, a few things about what you shared. Um, I I I love your son Oscar. Like as as soon as 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 uh-huh. soon as I as soon as I met him at um at camps, I was just like, he has joy. So like makes so much sense why God put the joy scripture on my heart before yes. because I just think about he it. Does. You know him with his glasses and and his friend that he brought with him, and I was like, oh, it like it, it was special. Um, and i your what happened in uh, machgoria uh did i say that right machgoria yeah um, yep so it's it's so funny how i call it a godsidence, right um you shared that and i went oh my gosh that very similar thing happened to me not in machgoria but i was um i was uh i was struggling with something and i um, was struggling with a relationship uh, in my life. And um, this relationship, uh, you know, it, it was um, at, at a, um, a family member. And like, I really wanted to be like so close to this family member. And this has been like a struggle for many, many, many years. And I spent time with this family member um, a few hours and then um, I was staying in a hotel uh, because this family member lives far away. And I went back to the hotel and I ended up on the floor bawling my eyes out. I mean, like bawling my eyes out because I felt like I was grieving the loss of this relationship that didn't look like I, I really wanted it to. And, and, and like I had prayed for, and, you know, I really wanted like restoration in this relationship. And, and I, you know, I think social media, you know, it, it, it makes it worse for me because I play the comparison game and, you know, many people have a good relationship with this type of relative and, Uh, family member. And I was, you know, I am a comparer. So, you know, I take many breaks from social media because I compare. Uh, But (laughs) at this point I was just on the floor and I was just, you know, a a, a complete mess, you know, crying. And my makeup was a mess. My hair was a mess. And I just like lifted my hands. And I just like, I was just said to the Lord, like, why? Like, 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 why can't like, like, why can't you fix this? And immediately I was like convicted as like, God can fix anything. He's a miracle worker. There's a reason why this relationship is, is not fixed. And I just gave it to him. I was just like, that's it. Like I'm done. I can't do anything else in this relationship. I'm just, I'm just done. I'm just, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. And then I went to sleep. <laughs> like you did, right? I went to sleep and I, it's funny. Cause I remember that the colors of the sheets, the hotel I was in the bed and it was white. And I, I fell asleep. I don't even know for how long, maybe a few hours. And I woke up and I was like, I don't feel that anymore. Like, I don't feel that, that like deep sadness for this relationship that is still not fixed to this day. Um, but I, I feel peace. <laughs> and like, that has happened multiple times, multiple different areas of my life. And for me, it's like, I needed to break. Like I needed to just, yes. I needed to yes. just cry and just be like, God, I, because I was holding on to, I, maybe I can do this to fix it and I can do this to fix it. And I can buy this. And maybe this person will, you know, Love me more because I've bought them this thing and you know and all this stuff and like nothing works and Mm -hmm. and then I'm just like I don't know what to do I don't know what to do and and you know multiple times in the Bible right you know people cry out to the Lord and to me that's the way I cry out to him like I have to totally mess up yes (laughs) and then I'm on the floor crying right like I just was now just crying and then i'm just like well i'm done i don't know what else to do with this and then and then the lord heals that area of my life and sometimes i don't see it like you said like the darkness before the dawn like i don't see it in the moment but then months later or years later i'm like oh wow <laughs> he healed yes. that part yes. of me that was yearning for something else or like a way that i wanted it to look but it didn't you know um So thank you for sharing that because I, I, you know, it's, I, we're such a society that we want everything so quickly, you know, like we can go on our phones and order something and it can, you pay enough and it can be delivered tomorrow, (laughs) Like, like, you know, and it's, and and, and, I'm now a really trying good to.
1: Place.
0: Yeah, it's like you know we can. Yeah. Pick up our phone. We don't even need to go to a computer anymore. We can just pick up our phone and order something. You know, we can um, call someone. It's like everything is so quick. You don't need to go to the kitchen to pick up the phone to dial the number to call. <laughs> right. You just pick up the phone, and uh, yeah. you don't even need to get out of bed. And and for us to be like that with miracles, it's you know, wanting the miracles like right now, immediately, like, Lord, can you just fix this? But it's the journey that oftentimes like he's glorified in and that darkness. So that when I, I think it's many times so that like, we're in that darkness, we're in that cave, we're in that tunnel and it's so dark and it's so hard. And the Lord is with us through all of that. And then we have a choice at the end of the tunnel. It's like, there's like a light and we can, Go, all right. And now I'm just gonna run. I'm just gonna run to the light. And you know, it's funny. This podcast is called Running Towards the Light, right? And and we can okay. run to light, or we can like turn around and grab the flashlight that we now have and help other people come out. Like we can go back in and and make a choice, right? And I think that you know, doing that is is such a choice. And and God is glorified in all of that. Like if we didn't go through all of that darkness, we wouldn't know how. To get out, you know. So, Uh,
1: you know, I will tell you, share with you that um, uh, two things. Which um, do you know of Curcio? Have you ever heard? I've heard of Curcio. Curcio. Yep, I have not lived at Curcio,
0: but yep, I have. I have heard of it. Yep.
1: So I did. I lived at Curcio, and it was after went to Montegoria and my kind of faith journey, and I kind of grown a lot. And I remember, um, I was at a table, we we have like a group that you sit with, and I was at a table with a lot of broken women, um, for many different reasons, and many different ages, and um, bottom line, what I realized was God put me there to help the other women in this room around that table yeah I was not there for me I had this relationship with him already um I was not you know I, it was not my moment for healing you know I I knew that I was supposed to be there for others at camps when I saw Cassandra mm. I knew that I need that I she needed that yeah, I I knew that I want, you know, she needed to know, Yeah, I saw in her that, yeah, she has no idea, like how, um, wow, yeah. she yeah. is. Yeah. And I felt it like he was yeah. calling me to do that. Yeah. And like you said, take grab a flashlight and bring people along, yeah. you know, like, yes. yeah, so um, I. When I think about that, I think that, that that is the most exciting thing. And if I could just do it every single day all the time, right? right? right, you know? right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because there's, um, think I often think about this with the teens that go through kind of really engage in the youth mm. groups or the kids like at camps. That, um, I think back to when I was a teenager, which was yeah. horrible. Yeah. That if the I had only known,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If I had only known or always knew that I could, at the end of the day, get on my knees and know that I was loved, yes. you know, know that I was, I always had somebody who was always what it may not be exactly what I wanted, but he was going to work it out and he will yeah. always be there for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, that's a gift to yeah. teenagers, you know, it's yeah. extraordinary gift. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, I, I if I, only we could help. Others and I. It sometimes it gets very clouded for me, you know. Like you, you, the uh, my I am I'm extraordinarily insecure and I have very low self confidence, which most people don't under like get because mm-hmm. I'm outwardly not that way. Yeah. And yeah. I think, um, yeah, if I could, well, I work on a daily to remind myself that yeah. doesn't matter. Um, the things that you're so insecure about but the that if i could just share that with other people it would just yeah. be like at, at oscars i try very hard to kind of uh, enable in him yeah. a, you know the, the the feelings of confidence and yeah. and attempting to connect yeah. you know with god
0: those those feelings right 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 yeah absolutely yeah what, um, what advice would you give to someone that is, you know, it is, is questioning God is seeking God and, um, and doesn't really know, you know, what that looks like or, or how, how to like, how to further their seeking, their questioning, um, and how to deepen a relationship with him.
1: Two things first is I've, i found it at the, um, in Medjugorje after that, kind of death march as I called it um that's, the, a, that's um, a good
0: th- yeah that's a good way to title yeah, it, yep.
1: it yep exactly I did open a book and journal and I was journaling and I just i never journaled mm-hmm. and I just opened that book and this happened at Curcio too I just opened the book and I just like wrote and wrote and wrote didn't think about it just let it all out that has inevitably helped me work it out mm-hmm you you know kind of he works through the pen i guess yeah. the other thing I, my advice would be um, find as many opportunities as you can to be still mm. and and don't no, don't expect mm-hmm. just be uh, and it's super hard for me to do it so one of the my tricks is to listen to, mm-hmm. to just listen and and so I live pretty close to the beach I go to the beach and I walk mm. and I when I'm really distracted I will force myself to listen to the waves mm. and and just listen and listen and listen and I end up seeing things like you know the, the, the ocean, is reflective of, you know, kind of washing away and going, you know, the the tides tell you things yes. and just to yeah. observe the ma- magnificent things that he has created to just not, you know, not, um, I think I've, I always, before kind of a, um, some of these pivotal moments where he really revealed himself to me, I would have, um, I was trying so hard to do the right thing. Yeah. I don't know what to do. You know, like, I, I am I doing enough? I'm not doing enough. Mm-hmm. There's other people who spend more time in prayer. But, um, and stopping that, just mm-hmm. stop, just do, and, and having a conversation and a dialogue. Yeah. There's times yeah. where I will go where I always go to mass, but I, you know, where I'm not doing adoration, or maybe I'm not doing meditation or I'm not reading um gospel every day every day but I still in those moments say oh okay god I hear you you're like yeah. yep I know you're still there you're never gonna let leave me and no. you, just have that it, yeah just makes time and space for it even mm-hmm. a half an hour
0: mm-hmm. that's good advice yep that's good yeah, advice. yeah I I, uh, I'm so grateful. I too live near the beach and, uh, and to, to see, you know, to like stop and see the waves and then see the sun, you know, <laughs> it's just, it's like, but to really just like stop and just say, God put this here in such a beautiful way for me to see at this moment right now, you know, um, is just ama- like, what a gift, you know, what, a, what a gift, what a miracle in itself, right? Like that he already knew yeah. I was going to be, you know, or we were going to be on this call right now in the sun shining, behind right. you, which is so funny. Right. And right. And he already, <laughs> he already knew he already knew, like he knows the number of hairs on our head. He knows the children that he was going to bless us with and, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and just the, the fellowship and the friend, And it's like, all of those are miracles because it's just, that's God. Right. And it's like, I don't need to know everything about everything because faith just fills that gap. And I'm okay with that, you know? So.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, you, you. I'm glad you brought up the beach because one of the other things that I would say is that over my of uh, my faith journey, um, or or I'm glad you brought up, brought back to the beach. Yeah. One of the things that my, my faith journey is that um, it is a constant for me the water yeah. and the ocean and the yep. beach, and uh, he has revealed himself to me in countless ways, mm-hmm. from showing up at the beach, and I like to go really early in the morning, like. 4.30 in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, going onto the beach, and somebody has written, who I don't know, but yeah. at 5 o'clock in the morning, a giant, in the sand, a giant word, "Belief." Wow. Like, the About six months, eight months before Medjugorje, I didn't, like, I was thinking about it, I had heard about it, walking along, somebody had left a rosary and a um, miraculous medal, on the um on the, on the wall that yep. runs along the beach picked it up it was Medragoria.
0: wow so just
1: all of these um one time i have this wonderful picture um that uh i was stepping down off of the steps that went down to the uh the sand and somebody had written in um truth ego was revealed through truth. I don't know. Ego, I'm not saying it the right way. Okay, yeah. It's yeah. truth will, you of know, something about, you know, the truth yeah. will always you kind know, of outshine ego. They're just, they're like a little balloon that was like tossed up on shore. Things like constantly he yeah. reveals. And he all reveals it most often when I'm not pining for him to yes. reveal it.
0: Yes, <laughs>
1: when I'm <Yeah>. not looking, <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: it's so actually, good. crazy, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No. So so crazy. Right. So crazy. This was so good. Would you mind praying us out?
1: Oh, I would. I would love to. Oh Lord, um, thank you for all of these moments mm. where you're connecting people you love to each other, who share that love and share a love for each other thank you for introducing me and kind of connecting me to lena and her extraordinary kids and to the camps community i am so so grateful for the fellowship that 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 this has given to me i can't like your goodness is extraordinary and lena um please lord continue to bless Lena and myself and, and everyone um, who seeks you with these God moments and your God winks and because we're listening and, and I pray Lord that there's something in this that I say that will touch somebody else's heart to know that you're always there and you, no matter that we can always say to ourselves, I know you'll always be there. It may not be exactly in the moment I want or exactly what I want, but I you will never let me down. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Mm.